What's up, everyone? Back with another episode of Water Down Sports. Today, we're, we're without Wilson today, but never fail. I do have a special guest. Well, it's not Wilson, but I'm better than nothing, I reckon. <laughs> today, we have Mr. Joe Waters, my brother from another mother, another mother. A lot of mothers. A lot of mothers involved. But he is my brother, so... Needless to say, I guess. <laughs> so we're happy to have Joe on. Um, lives in South Georgia, so we're ha- happy to get him up here and get him on the podcast, talk a little about some, some football. Quite stuff. a hike to get up here to be on this podcast, so hopefully I'll get a check. Somebody mentioned a check. A check? A check, you know, yeah. to oh. get on the oh, show, yeah. to payment. be on the show, well, to sacrifice, to- you know, gas is higher than a giraffe's neck, so... <laughs> Would have to get would have to get payment in order to you for you to get paid. So, well, maybe I'll feed you. I'll I'll text Wilson then. Yeah, I'll take it out of Wilson's paycheck. Wilson, I'm coming to you for payment. <laughs> yeah, well, today we wanted to get on and talk a little about um, the college football season's over. Uh, NFL's uh, about it's kind of closing in. We have uh, four games, two games that are today, two games that are tomorrow, and then. Um, that'll set up the AFC Championship, NFC Championship to see who's going to represent each of those conferences uh, for the Super Bowl. So just want to get on, kind of share our thoughts, uh, and kind of even get back to some some basketball there at the very end. But uh, without further ado, uh, NFL, like I just mentioned, we have um, the T- Detroit Lions and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. They're the four yeah. teams that are left in the NFC. What's wrong? No, 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 I was just listening. I was listening. I was thinking, like, it's crazy how Lions have really turned it around, but I do think that the Bucks are going to put the, the nail in the coffin. I think they're going to end their journey. Well, Ryan Paler, if you're listening, might not want to might want to tune out. <laughs> Suck it up, Ryan. You'll be all right. <laughs> um, and then in the AFC, we have the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens and the Houston Texans playing, and then we have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills, which is supposed mm. to be a really good game. Uh, so they're like third year playing each other in the playoffs. Uh, Kansas City have won, have, has won both of those meetings, but it's always been like tit for tat. I mean, it's just always a really good game. Um, and in Buffalo, you have the, the the weather aspect, so a lot of snow. Yeah. But you can't really say the weather aspect when KC just played in like negative, negative 30. 30 degree weather. <laughs> yeah, with a wind I don't think it really... Factors in for this game. Too yeah, much. but those Bill, the Bills Mafia is what the Bills fans call themselves. I mean, they're crazy. They I are mean, crazy. <laughs> you got people jumping on folding tables with fire on it. <laughs> hey, listen, if you're all in, you're all in. And, and Buffalo Bill fans are definitely all in. Yeah, did you see the picture where they're like lined up with shovels to like shovel out the, the snow? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're getting paid like $20 an hour to just go shovel snow. I mean, for the love Gee. of the team, man. Right? Hey, anything for the team. Got to do it for the team. Yeah, well, so Joe kind of already gave his predict. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on here. Uh, how the, the playoffs are set up is, you know, you, you're ranked teams. Like, you have the number one seed in the AFC and NFC. And the number one seed is the San Francisco uh, – almost said Giants. Oof, San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Not in baseball. Wilson would be – Wilson would be happy. Um, <laughs> the 49ers are the number one seed in the NFC, and the Baltimore Ravens are the number one seed in the AFC – um, and so they both got a bye week last week, so they didn't have to play. So some people are kind of asking the question, do you think the rust rust versus rest is going to matter? Rust being they didn't have to play that last week, so are they too rested? Um, or are they going to be rusty because they didn't have to play? 
And are or are they going to have a really good game because they are so rested? They didn't have to play last week. They could sit down and kind of enjoy having another bye week, essentially. So um, to start with, first of all, let's go with the the Niners and the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay just knocked off Dallas. So really cool uh, for Jordan Love, who's kind of taken the keys. I mean, he's following Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, who bump Aaron Rodgers. He's has been. He's just still in the league. Yeah, bump him. He's a has been. <laughs> hey, he all he wants to do is go on podcasts and talk crap about people. He he needs to stay out of the league. He needs to just go on the podcast, make his own. Yeah, but no, he's got so much. But he has so much good insight about the game. I mean, come on now. He he's going to go down as one of the better quarterbacks that the league has ever seen. Well, yeah, for sure. But right now, he's not contributing what he needs to contribute to the to the game and what he should be playing. But he's just not. Jordan Love, though, is is kind of ball, is balling out. Um, Green Bay fans are really worried about when you've been um, treated to Brett Favre and the greatness that he was, and then you've been treated to Aaron Rodgers and the greatness that he was or is still. Um, now he's probably you wouldn't compare him necessarily to Tom Brady, um, as in his success level, but you would maybe compare him in. He just makes throws sometimes that are just otherworldly. I mean, the fact that he can sidearm it or put it through a tight window or, um, you know, just lob it over a defender's head and put it right in the bread basket for a receiver. Um, you know, things that other quarterbacks have troubles with, uh, trouble with, uh, and Rodgers seems to not do that or have that trouble. So Jordan Love coming in for Green Bay is, is something that was maybe uh, a work in progress. They were really hoping that this would be the next quarterback. And he had a game against the Dallas Cowboys last weekend. Yeah. Um, put the nail on their net. Yeah, I mean, the sadness of America, NFL. America's team is like America's joke. I mean, every year, I did see Brittany Kelly, Four uh, H lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, she put something on Four H or on Facebook that said uh, the Dallas Cowboys, Atlanta Falcons have to be distant cousins. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> they have the same game plan. Let's yeah. get to the playoffs and then fold at the very biggest peak of the season. Yeah, and what's interesting is that Dallas Cowboys, their defense is ran by Dan Quinn, who used to coach, coach the, the Falcons, Falcons yeah. um, and coached them during that 28-3 uh, debacle, yeah. if you will, against the Patriots. So That's the best word for it. Yeah, so um, all that to say, the 49ers have a lot of weapons. They have Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, C-C. Brandon Ayuk, uh, or Ayuk, and then they have Brock Purdy, who's, his name was Mr. Irrelevant. That comes from in the draft. There are um, 199 picks. I think I was about to say he was really late. He was the last one, Mister Irrelevant. Was he? Yep. Uh, so they call that last pick Mister Irrelevant because no one knows your name. You're so late in the draft. You're round seven. Yeah. Who really cares about who's getting picked? Uh, but what's funny about that is Tom Brady was Mister Irrelevant. Yep. And That's he's true. now going to go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. So Julio Jones was a late pick too. Look at what he did. You sure about that? Julio Jones was a late pick. I could be wrong. You might be right. He was a late pick. I'm going to fact check that. So, uh, Brock Purdy, hoping that he, I don't know, he has these up and ga- up and down games. At one point during the season, he was going to be possibly an MVP favorite. Uh, and then he had a couple games where he's just throwing, you know, Meaningless interceptions where he's not looking away the defense or looking away the linebackers. 
I he just is yeah. I hope I hope he has a good game. Jordan Love had a great game last week, so that's interesting to see the d- dynamic here: quarterback versus quarterback, Mister Irrelevant versus someone who has to fill Aaron Rodgers and um, Brett Favre's shoes. So it's a big game with obviously big implications to go play for the NFC Championship. On the other side of the NFC bracket, like Joe said earlier, we have the Lions and the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are traveling to the Lions um, to Ford Field in Detroit. And a lot of people were kind of high on the lines. They have been underdogs. Uh, at least last season, they, they were trying to turn it around. They've just been awful for many years, much like the Jaguars. Um, and Detroit looks like their man Dan Campbell is is really finding uh, hitting their stride. So yeah. uh, I, I'm excited to see. I am excited to see w- what this game looks like because Baker has been on four different teams in like two years. Baker Mayfield, that is. And He's now the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers quarterback, and he, he looked like he played pretty well last week. Um, yeah. I think he had three touchdowns and just was able to spread the ball around and beat the Eagles, who completely folded. Um, so. Well, he's doing something that Jameis Winston could never do. Oh, for sure. And don't you – you have a story about Jameis Winston? Well, Jameis Winston, what he did was in the Saints and Falcons game. It's the last game it of the season. It was the last game of the season. Like an interception, took it all the way back to the one – well, their coach, the head coach, which his name is out of my mind. I can't even think of his name. But he called victory formation, take a knee, get out of the game. That's it. It was 41-16 at that point, Saints. So there's no reason to score. Let's just be respectful of the game. Victory formation, get out of here. There's a victory formation, for those that don't know, just means you're going to get under center, take a knee, and the clock's going to run out of time. Right, like I mean, there's no you, you're not you're snapping the ball because you have to because of the game clock, but you're not snapping the ball to actually run a a, a offensive play to gain right. yards. So it, with victory formation, defense is just there so they won't get fined. Basically, just to have the play go, and you know the defensive line they'll pop off the ball just to put in good effort, and then that's it. They'll stand straight up. Yeah. Well, coach calls the play. And Jameis Winston, a backup quarterback now, a backup quarterback who once was the leader for Tampa Bay, right? Uh, played for them, didn't didn't really pan out. So now he's with New Orleans um, as a backup. And so he goes in and he tells the team. He asked the team. Apparently, he asked the team, uh, "What do y'all want to do?" And that that time, Jamal Williams, their running back, but has mostly played fullback position this year has not got a touchdown which is a whole other, a whole different story that's his fault that's his problem but Jamal Williams was at the running back position at that time they decided to run a play out of victory formation to let Jamal Williams get a touchdown so they still lined up in victory formation they lined up in victory formation yeah which is what most people are like why would you do that if you're gonna run a play let's do Man on man, let's, run it, let's run it straight up. If you're going to run a play, get a strong guy and let's do it. Yeah. But they didn't do it. They were pansies, which is Jameis Winston, James Winston and Cam Newton. They're right there together. They're a bunch of pansies. And that's why Cam Newton's doing podcasts, and Jameis Winston is a backup quarterback. So You really, uh, have, things, I'm talking about, you really have things against quarterbacks and podcasts. But I, I understand what Cam you're saying. Cam Newton should be still playing. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, he's got—he's just built. He's just a whole different animal. I mean, he actually made it to the Super Bowl 
and lost to um, Peyton Manning when he was in Denver. Right. Peyton Manning in Denver came in with the Panthers. And then after that, it was all downhill. Yeah, for the most part. But Jameis Winston, I, I, I'm kind of intrigued by this story uh, because after this, Arthur Smith, the then quarter uh, uh, coach for the Falcons, he's now been fired um, or let go. Yeah. He kind of had words with the Saints quarter. Uh, I keep wanting to say quarterback. Head coach. They exchanged words. Head coach for the Saints is like, yo, I, I didn't call that play. I, I told him victory formation. Yeah. Um, and Jameis Winston, it's just like Jozo's kind of getting to. It's kind of a low blow. I mean, in the game of football, when the Saints really had – the Saints had to win this game to be – to make it to the playoffs. And they also needed some more help. They ended up not making it to the playoffs anyway because they, yeah. they had to win. And so these other two teams had to lose. And they those two teams ended up winning. So the Saints didn't end up making it to the playoffs anyway. But if you needed a win – they were already up 41-16, and there's just no reason for it. So just take the no. knee, good game, move on. Now, there's something to be said, though, that the Saints and the Falcons do hate each other. I mean, there is some hatred there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so it's one thing, I think, like like we're saying, to line up straight man-to-man straight up. Like, hey, we're going to look you in the eyes. We don't care how many seconds are left on the clock. We're actually going to run a play and see if you can stop us. I'm, I'm truly game for that. There are people out there that are like, look, at this point, just let it be. You yeah. gotta understand too, though, that there was a time where the uh, uh, maybe 2016, I think, the Falcons intercepted one, um, and they were up big, and the guy took it like 90 something yards back yeah, to where all the way, all yeah. the way for a touchdown on interception, and he could have easily intercepted the ball and just, just run out, out of bounds, bounds or, or fallen down. Um, so there's some bad blood, there's some hatred there for sure, but I do think that it's pretty low for someone to get in a, a formation in which the defense and the offense are both under the assumption that. We're just out here to have 11 men on the field because the game of football says we have to. Um, so Jameis Winston, there are a lot of people coming for his head, like get rid of him. That's, you yeah. know, the head coach, they're even saying get rid of him. He's lost the locker room. Well, yeah, I was going to say that. When If your backup QB is looking you in the eye and saying, I don't care what you call, we're going to call whatever I want to call, and he does that, you have totally lost the whole respect of the team. Yeah, You can't do that. I know Sean Payton wouldn't have let that happen. Sean Payton would have ran on the field and grabbed by the face back and threw him on the ground. Yeah. For sure. You can't do that. And now he's lost He's lost the locker room. Saints should definitely probably get rid of him. But if you get rid of Jameis Winston, then you definitely lose the locker room. Because everybody in the Saints locker room that's a player is saying, man, he's the best teammate ever. Yeah, I mean, that's what people say. That he's a great teammate, but great teammates don't win championships. Right. right? Great. I, 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 let me rephrase that. He's there, a good there, hype man. Morale boosters don't yeah. win championships, right? right? I mean, you could be a great quarterback and also be a great leader and win a championship. I guess, yeah, I want to rephrase that. You can't be a, a morale guy and that solely get you to a championship. And Jameis Winston, again, he's been known to have these crazy pregame speeches. He's been known to do these have these crazy antics. I mean, he's kind of been a character, needless to say, even right. in college when he was at Florida State. But old crab legs. <laughs> yeah, he stole crab <laughs> legs. I mean, just a lot of different things. But yeah, I, I think that reaches a new a new low for him. Um, and you know, he's getting playing time in what we would people consider garbage time when the game doesn't matter. But um, just I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a bad look for him. So the Buccaneers, though, and the crazy story that also goes with this is Jamal Williams played for Detroit. And he was the NFL last year. He was the NFL leading uh, rusher for touchdowns. He has the Seven, most touchdowns. Seventeen, I believe. Yes, he has the most touchdowns as a running back when he played for Detroit. 
Yeah. So coming to New Orleans, you're like, oh man, he's going to be work. Uh, he's uh, he's going to get a lot of workload, yeah. right? He's going to get a lot of touches, and that this year has not been that. Um, Kamara, Alvin Kamara, who's the Saints' primary running back, still kind of got his normal workload, and Jamal didn't get as many touches. So I think Jameis had a good idea again, being a good teammate of you led the league last year, man. Like we need to get you a touchdown. That touchdown doesn't need to come with you know. 10 seconds, 20 seconds on the clock, however many, just to say that we got him a touchdown. I that's mean, the game's some, over. That's something, like, if you want to do that, then just ask the coach, hey, coach, you think we could do this? Let's run a play. Also, I could see if it was record-breaking. If he was on the verge of breaking a record for a yeah. single season or something, heck, yeah, shove it, down, shove it down the throats. But, again, he's just trying to get him a touchdown, a single touchdown, to have one on the season, not yeah. number – you know, thirty four to be the most rushing touchdowns in a single season. So, which is pretty, it's pretty sad. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty sad. But those Lions, led by Jared Goff and the new running backs that they have, they have David Montgomery who came from Chicago. Yeah, and they have Jameer Gibbs who came from Alabama. He's a rookie, and oh my goodness, those two are wow. I mean, they yeah. they're explosive. They have a great also. They have great receivers. Amon Ross, St. Brown, also along with Sam Laporta, what who's a also a rookie. Amon St. Brown. I mean, he's got a. Really, a mouthful, but it's kind of yeah. cool. He dyed his hair blue for the playoffs, so it's kind of cool, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to go. Joe went. Oh, sorry. Let's go back. 49ers, Packers. Who you got? 49ers, Packers. I'm going to take momentum. I'm going to take the Packers. Jordan Love's coming off a good game. That's silly. What? That's silly. I'm sorry. What? Whatever. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. It's all about sometimes it's just momentum. I love an underdog. I love an underdog. But I'm not going to take the underdog as far as Lions. I feel like Lions overall are underdogs. They have a better under- record. They have a better record than the Bucks. Yes, but they're not underdogs in this game. It's not. It's been a while since they've made it to the show, and the Bucks. I mean, they're they've been a fair team for the last well, three years. No, they're they were there two years ago with yeah. Tom Brady. So this isn't this isn't untreaded waters. However, is that? Uncharted waters for yeah. Bucks. It says uncharted waters for Lions. Okay, so you're saying line, you're saying Bucks because they've been here before, right? And I think that Baker is going to get it done for them. Wow. So we're going to go two opposite ways. I like this. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm thinking 49ers. They have too many weapons. There, there's just too many offensive weapons for the. You think about the Packers playing the Cowboys. You have CD Lamb. Yeah. And the Packers or the Cowboys running game is not great. So. You now you're saying your running back's going to be Christian McCaffrey, who, if if all else fails, he's still going to have a good game. Like that's just that's just who he is. Yeah. So I don't know. I think they have too many weapons offensively, and their defense has proven to be pretty good. Um, Jordan Love obviously carved up the, the Cowboys, who their defense is normally good. But I think, and they're playing on the road again. I mean, the Packers are going to have to play on the road this whole playoff. So I think eventually it catches up with them. And yeah. Um, I don't know. Offensively, I don't think they can keep up with the 49ers. Detroit and Tampa Bay, I'm going Detroit only because – I don't think Detroit's going to make it to the Super Bowl. I think they'll find their – I think they'll go face the Packers next weekend, and that'll be that. Um, the one thing that people have been noting is the Lions secondary is not great, and the Buccaneers do have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, and if yeah. Baker can spread the ball around, there is some like concern there. But also has have the, the and the Buccaneers lost to the Lions in the regular season. They already played each other. Yeah. Um. I think it was like twenty to nine. Um. And the um. No, that was not. No, that was the Texas and Baltimore. Texas and Baltimore. 
Um, it, it, they, they won pretty handedly, I'll put it that way. Sorry, guys, that I don't know the exact score. I could look it up here shortly. But um, the, the I know the Lions won. And so when you're looking at Ford Field, the Lions are hungry, right? I mean, they, they've not been here before, so they're they're excited to to get back and and improve and a point. Dan Campbell's got them rolling. Jared Goff and, and all of his weapons, I think, are going to just be a little too much as well for, for the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I will say, I think Tampa Bay has maybe found a quarterback. They were so worried about, hey, Tom Brady's gone. Who's going to be there? Who's going to help us out? Um, and I think Baker Mayfield may just be the answer. He may have just saved himself a couple more years on an NFL team. So Yeah. Well, see, that's, that's the thing that for me is, is Baker Mayfield – Baker Mayfield can get it done with the the weapons that he has around him, and definitely he's here to prove a point. Here's he he's here to say, hey, you know, this is my team. I can get it done just like Tom Brady got it done with a relative, uh, excuse me, relatively similar team with you know a couple of of whatnot players that weren't there when Tom Brady was there, but you yeah. know. I think that he can get it done. Yeah. And he's there to prove a point. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, uh, fact check real quick. 20 to 6. 20 to 6. Lions, Lions won 20 to, not 20 to 9. 20 to 6. So I, I, I'm giving it to the Lions again. Um, all right. So AFC real quick. We can, go, we can go through this one pretty quick. Baltimore and Tex, uh, Houston. Very intriguing. This one's ex- very exciting. Um, I think the AFC has got the best games out of the two AFC yeah. or NFC. You have uh, Lamar Jackson, who's probably going to win the MVP this year. He's had a crazy season. Yeah. Um, it's crazy to think at the beginning of the season, Lamar wasn't even signed. Like he was a yeah. kind of like looking around for Look, a team. Yeah, he looked for a deal. Um, if Atlanta, word was on the street was if Atlanta or and there was another team out there would have like given a big time contract, giving him a little bit more money that he was asking that he was asking for, he would have signed. He would have left for sure. Um, didn't did, did, obviously didn't happen. Baltimore brings him back, signs him. And he has an MVP season this year. So that's going to be fun. But he's going against the Texans. And the Texans have C.J. Stroud, who will be uh, Rookie of the Year. I yeah. mean, he looks, he looks like he's been playing for five, six years. I mean, he, Well, he looked like that in Ohio, too. He oh, looked yeah. like he should have been there the, before he was yeah. even drafted. So. Yeah, yeah, Ohio State, he, he bought out there as well. You're right. So very Better interesting. Than huh? Better than Stetson. We'll get in that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just not a fan. But anyway, no. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State. If Ohio State makes that field goal, I think they're your national champions because they they had gone and played um, TCU. It should have been Ohio State and Georgia in the. Oh, you're saying yeah, 2022. Yeah, that was a national champ. Yeah, national championship game because Michigan and TCU, and then TCU yeah. facing Georgia was just a wash. But all that to say that. Houston is um, Houston's got a, a lot of weapons too offensively, and their defense is pretty good. They shut down Joe Flacco last weekend. I'm going to take, and in the regular season, Baltimore and Houston faced off. I think week uh, week one, and uh, Baltimore won. I'm taking um, I'm taking Baltimore. I'm taking Baltimore. Baltimore. They're, they're at home. Baltimore's yeah. at home, and yeah, they got the playoff crowd behind them. I think I'm going to go them. I'm going to go with you on this one, just because Lamar Jackson had a stellar, stellar year. And he'll get it done. It just like it's just like kind of with Baker Mayfield. He's got a point to prove that he can play with anybody else, and that he's not done in the NFL. He's not washed. 
he's here to play and he's a, he's here to go all the way. So I think Lamar Jackson and the Ravens will get it done. Uh, something to note, though, Lamar Jackson does have a losing record in the playoffs. Right. So he's not really had a game to sh- prove that, hey, I know that I'm good. I know that I'm talented. But he hasn't really had a breakout game to say, like, I'm proving it he- right here, right now. So it's just something to watch is as time goes on, if he keeps making it to the playoffs, like if he can't get past it, it's kind of like Dak. Dak yeah. for the Cowboys. I mean, they get to the playoffs and they're like one and done. I mean, they can't really Quick get question. to the NFC Championship. Do you think that Cowboys should keep Dak? Or do they look somewhere else? Uh, I think that, yeah. Here, I will say real quick, I'm a Jags fan. Trevor Lawrence and Dak are in the same boat. They're just not elite. I mean, they're they're good quarterbacks, but I, I don't think they're taking their teams. Tre- I will say that Trevor Lawrence has still a little bit more. He had a couple more years to show some more potential. Yeah. Uh, he's been in the league for three years. His first year was a wash with Urban Meyer. I mean, could get no well, That's because Urban was... Yeah, too busy going and the, to clubs and the clubs, get, <laughs> and the clubs getting handsy. Um, but <laughs> but I think Dak is he's on a short fuse. I mean, you can't you can't have MVP kind of season, and then when it gets to the end of the season, you start falling off. You get to the playoffs, and then you just look. I mean, there was one throw last week when he threw a pick six. He threw it right to the defender. I mean, the defender, it was like college ball level, yeah. middle school ball level almost, where that defender is just like, I see his eyes. He's looking right at my the, the offensive player, the receiver next to me. I'm just going to step in front of the ball. I mean, it was – I'm not saying I could do it at all, but it was one of those things. <laughs> it's one of those times where you look at yeah. a quarterback and you're like, how did you not see that? I think anybody would have seen that. It might have um, been his hair, his beautiful flowy hair in his eyes. You never know. Where's my deck? Oh, you're talking about deck? I yeah, thought you were talking about Trevor. No, no, I'm no. sorry. I'm um, lost. So he, yeah, he just kind of, I don't know. I, he he threw that pick six, and he just had a rough game. I think Dak will stay, obviously, with Dallas because they have so much money wrapped up in him. But he's got, like I said, he's got no short fingers. Yeah, but I mean, they've got to be close to getting rid of it. They're keeping Mike McCarthy. I mean, Jerry Jones came out two days ago and said, we're going to stick with our head coach, which I, I think is crazy. So if they're sticking with Mike McCarthy, they'll be sticking with Dak. It's just. If they do stick with him, they should get it, give him one more year. I mean, he's got everything he needs. Yeah, he's got the coaches, he's got the weapons. Mm-hmm. Get it done, you know. And it, it's the same thing, you know, with just a little jump on the other side here. The Eagles. I mean, there is no reason why Jalen hurts. Well, they they got- shouldn't have won that game. Yeah. To finish out the year, but you know, it, it was a shame, especially to see Jason Kelsey walk off with his head down. The last game he ever played was a pretty, pretty rough game to. Watch. Well, and Jason or uh, and Jalen got them to the Super Bowl last year, and that's the thing with Philly fan. If you're a Philadelphia fan of any sport or any Philadelphia sport, basketball, yeah. football, hockey, I mean any of it, baseball, you expect our team better be in the running every single year. I mean, the Seventy Sixers are kind of getting on people, Philly's nerves because they're getting close, but they're not really getting there. Yeah. The Eagles got to the Super Bowl last year, couldn't win it. This year, they make it to the first round of the playoffs and get knocked out. I mean, you, you keep got. The fans expect it, right? Yeah. The the Phillies made it to the World Series last year, or now two seasons ago, two World Series ago now. They they lost, and then this year they made it back to the playoffs but couldn't get there. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think that. But Jalen's not in the same boat as Dak. Not, yet, not, not yet, because Jalen has proven himself. But then again, Jalen has also had some horrible games. Like recently, his, game, his production has been awful, awful. 
So you're kind yeah. of questioning now, like, is this coaching or is this like skill level? Because the skill level is better than what he's showing, but why is he showing it? Is it because play calling is not allowing him yeah. to like really? Well, has they had a change in the OC? Um, no, but you know, end of the season here, so we'll see what happens right now. Yeah. Um. Uh, actually, yes. Uh, both coordinators left last year. Defensive okay. and offensive left last year for head coaching yeah, so jobs. That's, that's yeah, yeah. So this year, but they started out ten and one. Yeah. You start so you're like, who cares about the new OC because you're ten and one. Yeah. I mean, they had the the NL East locked up almost, and they just fall, fell off, and Dallas actually ended up taking that over. So, yeah, a lot yeah. do they say, but. Rewind this all the way back to what we were saying. Yeah, sorry. Rambling. Houston and and Baltimore. We we're both going with Baltimore. And that leaves us Chiefs, Bills. Uh, I think it's an 8 o'clock game tomorrow night or Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah, um, which would be tomorrow night. Um, cold, chilly weather. Yeah. Oh, and Buffalo. I wonder if Taylor Swift's going to be there. Probably. Man. Support her mans. That's a joke. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I am not your average uh, guy. They don't let me on podcasts. <laughs> they have to censor a lot of things. I may not spit facts, which is I want to correct myself earlier from Julio Jones. Julio Jones was a early pick. He was a number six. <laughs> he was number six. I'm thinking of somebody. There's somebody in my head that was a late pick that turned out to be one of the best. There are a lot of those wide receivers out there. <laughs> But it was not Julio Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who played for the University of Alabama. Who's if, yes. If you're a receiver, running back, quarterback for the Alabama, you're probably going. This player played for some like a kind of a. It was a D1 team, but it was not a like a big. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, better we were saying. What were we saying? Kansas City Buffalo. Kansas City Buffalo. Yes. Uh, well, if Taylor Swift's there to motivate her man. But he's, and he's done awful with her. He has done awful with her, which he's anyone done. would do awful with her. And she's only with him to write songs, and then once she's got uh, another album out of him, <laughs> she's going to create another album with, him with look, a breakup song. Look, this is a, but anybody, anybody this back, is an Entertainment Today podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, back to it. Uh, Travis Kelsey's a wash this season. But, I mean, they've made it. They've got to uh, They've got to the playoffs. Andy Reid, there's rumors of Andy Reid retiring. I mean, he's been one of the, one of the more successful coaches. I mean, he's yeah. not as he's successful. Bel, Belichick has him by a little bit, but no, I mean, he's he he's one of the coaches. In the last five years, it's been Andy Reid. Well, he's one of the only he, he's on a short list of coaches to win a Super Bowl in two with two, with different, two different teams. teams. Yeah, and he's done that with the Eagles and and now the Chiefs. So, yeah. um, I, as long as they don't throw it the um. Kadarius <laughs> Tony, yeah, <laughs> or uh, Scanton, which they were yeah. playing the Bills when that happened, right? Yeah. Where he lined well, up off sides. He lined up off sides, yeah. Um, and that's the thing is uh, the Bills squeak. Uh, uh, the Bills squeak by in the regular season. Um, probably could have lost because that was actually a hook and little, a hook, basically a hook and ladder. So hook and ladder is where you throw it. You throw it to a receiver, and another offensive guy comes right beside him, and he throws the ball backwards to that other guy that. Um, is swinging by, and that's what happened. Kadarius Tony lined up offsides. Uh, play starts. Pat Mahomes throws it to Travis Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey is about to get tackled, and he turns around and flips the ball backwards to Kadarius Tony, and Kadarius Tony runs it all the way in for a tu- what would have been a touchdown. Um, it gets called all the way back because uh, Kadarius Tony is lined up offsides. Yeah. Um, obviously. obviously. Oh yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it was. And blat- Patrick Mahomes is uh, <laughs> was very upset about that. Yeah. Um. But all that to say, they they've made it. 
but the Bills are like on a six game winning streak right now. They they had they won five in a row to end the season. They won the AFC East. Now they're they beat um, Pittsburgh last year or last week, and now they're hosting again the Bills or the Chiefs. Chiefs are two and zero in the playoffs against them. Yeah, but it's always. I mean, it has been a fun game to watch. It's been always back and back forth. and forth. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that that's gonna cut it come down to is Josh Allen is very prone for interceptions. He he, it's like he gets into this place where he's like, I have to have to have to force it down their throat right here. I got to make yeah. this 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 throw that's probably not going to make any sense. But if it happens, oh my goodness, this is going to be the greatest play ever. Yeah. Um, and he just ends up throwing one or two interceptions that kind of just puts the game away. So I'm looking for that tomorrow. If he can keep the ball clean, basically keep it away from the other team. But if his coaches know that that he forces throws, then they need to kind of make a plan to be like, all right, you know. We're third. We're we're down here in the red zone. Let's not give him the ball to force it, you mm-hmm. know, to a touchdown. Let's let the running back carry it, or let's let's do a little short check down pass, mm-hmm. easy throws just to get down the end zone. I, I I would literally look at the OC if I was the head coach. Look at the OC, but look, let's not do anything crazy. Let's keep it simple, cause you know Jordan, not Jordan, Josh gets a little frisky. And thinks he's the man. Well, and that's that's to your point is they actually had an OC change halfway through the season because they were looking yeah pitiful, um and had an OC change and it's been pretty good since. Um, another thing to note: Legarius Sneed is the Legarius Sneed. Yeah, he's the he's the uh, probably the top cornerback. Many people think he's the top cornerback in the league. Mm-hmm. He is the top cornerback for the Chiefs. He's been kind of nursing a calf strain, so something to watch out for because the Bills do have Stephon Diggs. Yeah. And Gabe Davis, who are two big wideouts for Josh to be thrown to. Yeah. Um, so I got to, you know, if, if he's a no go, Stefan could easily run all over him. Um, but he's had a, had a down year between him and Josh, not needing a lot of touches, a lot of catches for yards this year, but um, normally does show up for the playoffs. So we'll see. Something to watch. Well, he did. You had him for your fantasy, right? Uh, not this year. I've had him like last two years and he balled out. I just want to, I know that this is off topic, but you're podcast with wilson and morgan and y'all talked about me in the fantasy yeah you're awful listen not this this year i was kind of awful but the last year i had the highest points earned every and i still every matchup and i still lost it was just luck you i had the worst luck in the, the world. highest points but no it was like it was highest points well, earned at the end of the year but that every match i had Y'all would, someone would outscore me by 10 or something like that. But anybody else I would have played, I would have beaten. Yeah, basically, Joseph played the one person that went crazy that week. Um, and I went crazy too, but just not as crazy. Yeah, and so jo- it's like he would have beaten everybody but one person. That one person is the person he played. So, yeah. yeah. You also so mentioned like that. that in my in your best man speech at my wedding, which I definitely appreciate. Because I had a couple people make fun of me about that. But You're very welcome. Anyway. Back to what we were talking about. <laughs> so, Chiefs, Chiefs, Bills. Who you got? <sighs> I'm gonna go Bills. I'm gonna go Bills. Just cause, just cause. I think if the OC is smart, that he will put the ball in Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis's hands, and they'll give Josh a good old tongue lashing about. Forcing throws and and just making the simple 
easy check down throws is better than not making a throw or having an interception. You got to take care of the ball. If you take care, if Josh Allen takes care of the ball and they get the ball in the playmaker's hands, they could get it done. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with you. So the AFC, we got the same picks: the yeah. Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Bills with an asterisk. I think it can be done for me to bet against Pat Mahomes. Yeah. It's, it's hard to bet against him. Which because... I had him in my fantasy league and he sucked. So, <laughs> Well, because all of his receivers can't catch. So. <laughs> oh, Kelsey's got Swifty on her, on his mind and the Kadarius Tony's and on Jupiter right now. So I don't know. <laughs> no one knows what he's got going on. Yeah, well, I, I, it's, it is hard to bet against Pat. I mean, he seems like he finds a way. Last year uh, against the Jags, this time last year against the Jags, he, you know, they hurt his ankle, um, yeah. and he pushed through it and still made some incredible throws and and some even runs to gain first downs. So it's just really hard to count him out. But with Buffalo being at home, this is the first time um, during these playoffs that both times uh, that the Chiefs have won, they played in Arrowhead, so in Kansas yeah. City. This is the first time that Kansas City's had to go on the road to face these guys um, during the regular season or during the playoffs. So I'm gonna go atmosphere. I think Josh Allen finally says, "You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my name is a big name, and I'm gonna actually prove that I, I yeah. belong in the playoffs, and that we we are a team that could be that is very serious about winning this whole thing. Well, and if somehow Baltimore loses, yeah, and the Bills win, I mean, there's a great there's a great chance that the Bills and Texans obviously would play each other, that the Bills would uh, represent the AFC. I think that'd be kind of cool too, though, to have the Texans and the Bills both win because." Both those teams, Bills have been building up for it. The Texans have been caught awful for so many years. Yeah. Um. So that would be kind of cool to have them. One of them, you know, is going to go to the to Super Bowl. But. Well, and another thing with Kansas City, if it's true that Andy Reid is retiring and that they are, he's already told the team or whatever. I mean, that could put you know in your mind, hey, I mean, that's you know, that's the main man. That's our almost like a lot of people's dads on that team. Is you know Andy Reid, so that could put a damper on the whole thing, yeah. on that game for him. No, I think Andy Reid. If that's true, I think Andy Reid probably keeps that to himself. But yeah, obviously that everybody can assume and, and yeah. have um, you know. Which a lot of people, uh, if you're good with NFL, a lot of people thought that about Nick Saban, and it was true. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be true that Andy Reid's gone, and that could put a big damper on. Kansas City to me, and especially for Patrick, because Patrick and Andy are really, really close, mm-hmm. and they have a good they they have a really good uh, work relationship. Yeah. So, well, there you have it. There's our picks for this weekend. Um, that would take us to I would have San Francisco, Detroit playing for the NFC, mm-hmm. and then I'd have Baltimore and uh, Buffalo playing for the AFC. Yeah. I would take San Francisco over Detroit, and I would take. Baltimore over the Bills, and I'd have San Fran and Baltimore playing for the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And I'm going to go San Fran. I'm going to go all the way with really? San Fran. Really? Yep. CMC all the way, huh? Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I'm going to go San Fran all the way. You yep. think Brock Purdy Brock Purdy yeah. gets it done? I think we have weapons like that, yes. Yeah. I, I think um, Shannon Sharp said it not too long ago is... Onk. Yeah, when you have... <laughs> You don't have to be a, like you don't have to be elite to win an MVP, right? Like Matt Ryan, really, really good quarterback, 
wasn't really elite. You wouldn't consider him. He's one of the best elite quarterbacks we've ever seen. He could throw the ball really well. For sure. But he wasn't, uh, he didn't scramble necessarily really well. You think about some of these elite quarterbacks or like when you think about Tom Brady, he couldn't scramble either, but you know what he could do? Somehow stay in that pocket and make time for him to yeah. make an amazing throw. Well, the same thing with Peyton Manning. Well, Peyton Manning had a cannon for an arm. Correct. But he was not a scrambler. Yeah. You know, he's your pure pocket passer. Yeah. So you would consider those two guys elite. Matt Ryan, eh, not really elite. Really good quarterback. You'd want him on yeah. your team, not elite. So I think Brock Purdy's kind of in that same thing. He's not yeah. elite necessarily, but he is really good. And when you put a good quarterback with really good offensive uh receivers and running back, yeah, it, it's hard not to win, right? I mean, now, obviously, you can't put any old Joe, Joe Schmo in there as quarterback. I mean, you still need a decent, competent quarterback. Yeah. But I think he, he's that. Uh, he's enough of that kind of quarterback to – to lead them, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to go there. For interesting, sure. interesting. Although I am Baltimore's defense is pretty, it can be pretty scary. Yeah, it is stout. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but that game, and they played each other already in the regular season, and Baltimore won very handily. Um, Brock Purdy had, and you bring this up. Brock Purdy had two interceptions. Um, one where he tried to force it. Another one got tipped up in the air. Uh, so just kind of some mental miscues that he was having during that game. Um, so you never, you just never know. And that that the Super Bowl will be played at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. So yeah. there's no such thing as home field advantage necessarily for for when it comes to that. So I think if he has a second chance, it's really hard to beat a team twice. So if he has a second chance, yeah. maybe he can go back and right the wrongs that happened in the regular season. Yeah. So, Hopefully. All right, you had you would have had a Green Bay. <laughs> Tampa Bay. I don't know why you think that's funny. I think I, they get it done. So who wins though? If, if Green Bay wins today or uh, yeah tonight, and uh, then Tampa Bay wins tomorrow, they have to meet in the NFC Championship. Who wins that game? I mean, I'll be honest. I haven't really seen Green Bay play. I have seen Bucks play. Um, it's like ugly sisters going for the NFC Championship. Yeah, you just yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm. A, I guess I'll just stick with the Bucks. I'll ride the Bucks. <laughs> We're on the ship. Let's get her done. <laughs> okay, so Baker. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so you you would take the Bucks over Green Bay. So the Bucks going to the Super Bowl, and then you'd yeah. have. <laughs> I mean, this is comical. I mean, it is. This I is mean, but that's we brought we... you on for laughs. Uh, and then we have... Yeah, great. Okay, sorry, Wilson. I'm not as good. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. And then we have <laughs> Baltimore and Buffalo. Who do you have winning that next next weekend if they if those two are the win today? You said weekend. Buffalo and Baltimore? Yeah. I'm gonna say Baltimore. Okay. So you'd have Baltimore and Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl? <laughs> yep. Two B's. <laughs> <laughs> so who's who's winning that? Baltimore. Okay, don't I was gonna say don't No, I was not gonna ride him all the way. I was not going to put the Bucks winning the whole thing. I don't think Bucks win the whole thing. I don't think the Bucks I don't think Bucks Bucks probably won't it, it they I think they'll beat the Lions. I don't think they beat Green Bay. But just cause you know, they're down south and I'm a I don't screw the Yankees. All them Yankees. Any anybody further than north of Atlanta, you're a Yankee. So I'm a ride, yeah. I'm a ride with the Bucks, but okay. they'll probably get beat by Green Bay. I got you. Well, 
<sighs> really quick, let's move on to college football. There you go. Wow, he's got Baltimore winning it because they're playing the. I don't. I, NFL is irrelevant to me, but I do like watching it and have an opinion. Yeah. Um. Give me a real quick rundown of. Got to Oh, actually, you have a trivia question. You want to go there first? Yes. 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 Give me one second. Okay. So, it. This is not. There's one football. And then there's one not football. So I'm going to give you the non-football first. Okay. Okay. If I can find it. All right. Who has held the WWE Championship the most? We are wrestling fans at the heart of it. Okay. We love WWE. It's funny. One of my students uh, on Thursday, were, they were like, why don't you watch WWE? And I was like, son. <laughs> I, was, there, I spent many moons watching WWE. How, how many holes did we put in the walls at the house wrestling? You remember that one time I put your, <laughs> I put your head in the wall? Oh, yeah. I bashed your... Uh, yeah, that that sheetrock had nothing on us. Yeah, that sheetrock. It was waiting to get... <laughs> sheetrock got rocked. Them, ter- <laughs> them termites was running out that room, boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Alright, so who's held the WWE championship yeah. the longest? <laughs> um I mean I have many guesses. I mean the easiest guess I don't here I'm gonna go I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna preface it with this and I'll say it. The easiest guess I don't think is going to be, but I feel like if I don't say it and then it is him. I'm gonna be upset, John Cena. Yeah. Okay. Is. Well, you All gotta right. think he's he's been the face of WWE for a long. Yeah. Well, time. you know a sneaky one I was thinking about Edge. Like he Edge. <laughs> I was <No>. like <laughs> Randy Orton, <laughs> who apparently came back. CJ Rodriguez was apparently at a WWE event like last night. Really? And Randy Orton came back. And, you know, I heard they weren't as good that. in personal. Yeah, I'm not. I'm no. You won't catch me unless Fletcher is like die hard. I need to go see this. Yeah. You will not catch me at a wrestling event. Yeah. But again, if Fletcher de- decides to be all in and you know needs to think that he's John Cena, then we'll, we can go catch a couple fights. But we'll just we'll set up a ring in the living room and do it that way. Yeah. Old yeah, yeah. old stuff. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm glad I went with the gut there because yeah. I was like it, it could be someone off the wall, but I think it's if it, if I had to guess of anyone else that would have been um. Another face have been like The Rock or somebody like that because you got to think of the people that are the face of the company. WWE Triple H, Batista. Triple H. That's been good. I wish Batista would have been on there, but he he just he fought a lot, obviously. But he, yeah, I love Batista. Batista was my childhood favorite growing up. But he didn't have as many her, championship runs. That's what I'm saying. Like he, yeah. he fought a lot, but he 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 was more of the story. Like he was in the yeah. storyline. He was always the villain though. Yep. All right, so here's a a football one. Who has thrown the most interceptions in the NFL of all time? All time? All time. And don't think of, like, only this, obviously, in this generation. Oh, yeah, no, no, I know. Think deep. Well, I mean, you're thinking, I mean, you got, oh, I I think I have a guess. I think I have, mm, all right, so really what you got to think about is who just threw the ball a lot. Because yeah. obviously you have more opportunity for interceptions the more the pass attempts that you the more pass attempts you have. A couple quarterbacks come to mind. I don't think it's Tom Brady. I don't think. I mean, That's he threw the ball. He leads the. He's the all-time leader in yards. Drew Brees comes to mind. Philip Rivers comes to mind. 
Ben Roethlisberger comes to mind. Big Ben? Big Ben. Big Ben. Um, Beefcakes. <laughs> yeah, we... I'm going to go with Philip Rivers. Really? Yep. No. <laughs> Thank you a little older. I'm, I'm going to give you that. Thank you a little older, and we talked about this team. The team that he played for. We talked about him. We talked about him. I talked about he's in. They're in the playoffs. Okay. I don't know. Did Matt Staff? No, because you said older. So, um, hold on. Baltimore. Houston. He was a pure pocket passer. Okay. Uh, Buffalo, Buffalo, Kansas City, Texans, Baltimore, Lions. Brett Favre. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was. Brett Favre has thrown the most career interception passes by a quarterback with 336 interceptions. I wonder who's next. Does he have a list? He does not have a list. Okay. I wonder who. I wonder how far away the next guy is. Like, just look up list of most intercept or most thrown interceptions by quarterback NFL quarterbacks. Because I mean, that's not surprising. He he threw the ball a lot. Um, I forgot about Brett Favre that he did have a lot of pass attempts. But you said three thirty six. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Second place is like way behind. I, I don't even know how to say this last name. I've never heard of him. Paul Krause, mm-hmm. eighty one hitters. Just number two. Yeah. Sorry, he's got him beat by two hundred and something. Either he didn't play Almost. a lot. <laughs> either he only had like a hundred games under his belt. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's pretty rough. Oh, yeah, I've heard that name. At least his gin commercials were good. You know? And his copper fit. Yeah, his copper fit, yeah. Yeah. Well, again, he's he's a, a quarterback that, again, a, probably an elite quarterback, pocket passer, though. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't really tuck it and run unless he absolutely had to. But, um, yeah. Imagine being a, a running back on his team. Definitely not getting uh-uh. a lot of touches. No. Hey, <laughs> no. You always got a shovel pass when the pocket was on yeah. the collapse. So, um. All right, so there's your NFL for the most part. I was going to ask you real quick, just, I mean, you can spend a real quick minute on this. Yeah. Thoughts about Nick Saban? Nick Saban. Leaving or retiring. Not did the uh, right thing. You think so? You don't want to stay too long. You, you come out. I think maybe he stayed two or three years too long, to be honest with you. You probably could argue that with Bill Belichick, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you do want to go out on a high, but I think going out – the way he did was the best thing. He didn't make it a big show. He just said, all right, I'm headed out. Me and Miss Terry is going to go in the lake and watch the geese. You know, that's how he did it. And that's, I think that's the best thing. I think they are in good hands. Alabama is with the head coach from Washington coming over. Kalen DeBoer. Kalen DeBoer, what a name. Um, uh, he's done a great, in the last seven years, looking at his stats, he has been with uh, several different teams, but coming over to Washington and turning Washington upside down and making it a top five team in the last two years, you know, is, is really great. So I think I think Nick Saban did the right thing. I think he's an awesome head coach. A lot of people don't like him. I think he's great. Arrogance is a part of co- uh, coaching. Uh, he's a little arrogant, but you got to be a little arrogant to be a head coach. And he, get, he, he goes through a process. His coaching style was a process of elimination of – the quirks. They didn't ever, for the last two or three years, they haven't had the team that was, you know, 
back in, when was it, like 2013 to 2015, 2016, they were making a run of, you know, being in the national championship every year mm-hmm. and winning it like two or three times in a row or something like that. So they didn't have those teams the last three years, but they've always made it competitive to where they were in the playoffs or at least the top five to six. And he does that with the process of elimination. What are the quirks? What do we need to get rid of? What are we looking at as far as offensive, defensive quirks? And I think I think he will go down as the best college head coach of all time. But I wish him the best. I don't think he goes to another team. He shouldn't ever come out of retirement and go to another team. No, I think he's done for good. I would say that I would – Bear Bryant probably would still – he's got more wins than – um, yeah. So Bear Bryant maybe could still consider the greatest of all time. But I will say that if you're an Alabama or an Auburn fan, Georgia fan, it's kind of funny because you got this like relief of, oh my goodness, because for Georgia fans, y'all beat Alabama a couple times, but for the most part, he has, they've had your number. Even Ohio State fan. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you kind of are like, yeah, we got rid of Nick Saban. And then all of a sudden, this other DeBoer comes in and you're kind of like, but wait, he's had success. Like he doesn't have to do. I saw today that there are a lot of people transferring out, man. Oh yeah, for a sure. Lot of I mean, his. T- but I, I imagine he'll bring some over from Washington. Yeah, I mean, you're, I'm kind of thinking. I I first said maybe Alabama and Washington both get weaker because you have Washington clearing house. Yeah. Who wanted to follow their head coach? So now they're not going to have a lot of people there, and then Alabama might get weaker because those not that five star recruits aren't at Washington or four star, but more are going to come to Alabama for yeah. the success that they've had. So those guys leaving to go to other teams, and then Washington uh, folks are kind of filling up some of those Alabama spots. So I th- originally I kind of like, hey, maybe they both get weaker, but I don't know. I, I think that you still have some core people there um, in Alabama that's going to try to hold the team together, kind of like Jalen Milrow, yeah. uh, the quarterback. So you kind of keep those pieces together, and you bring in a guy like DeBoer who – it seems like he's kind of like Saban in the sense of like he demands, you know, excellence of we're going to be a dang good football team. But he yeah. almost brings in the I love you part. Not that Nick Saban didn't love his players, but kind of like <laughs> I, I will hug, I'll hug you. And, you know, like I, it's I, definitely I love tough you. Love. Like, tough yeah, love. yeah. So I think that, you know, Nick Saban probably did those, you know, hug players and all this good stuff behind curtains and did things that for these players that we will never know of. Right. He did yeah. all these things that, you know, we, we may never hear of, but. Um, DeBoer, I think, is just more outwardly, you know, has that compassion that you might see, but also yeah. still at the same time demands. And it's kind of like Kirby. I love, uh, you know, I'm not a Georgia fan at all. Don't, don't, would never, would never be one or want to be one, but I do enjoy Kirby's uh, coaching style. I mean, he loves those kids hard. So I, I think he DeBoer loves them and he motivates them. Oh, yeah. And motiv- he, he is a great motivator. And like we were talking last night with Pops, you know, He's almost got a little bit of a politician in him. Yeah. And, and, and that's just, he's not, I'm not saying he's a liar, which all politicians are liars, but he's just, he's got this way of talking to you and, and doing, and he can work a mic like crazy and he can tell these kids, you know, hey, I love you. I'm going to ride you yeah. like a lost cowboy, <laughs> but we going to go and I'm going to be right there by you. And I yeah, think and that player. Hey, that player yeah. run through a wall for him. Right, right. He, you put eleven players on the field that love and trust their quarter, uh, their head coach. They'll run through eleven guys yeah. to get a touchdown. And that goes play. back to like Saban 
and Kirby, you would argue too, like when you are playing for um, uh, a bowl that really doesn't mean anything, kind of like the yeah. Orange Bowl for Georgia, Orange Bowl for Florida State, when Georgia puts on their starters basically, because their starters could easily say, and I'm sitting down for the draft. Yeah. I mean, they're like, no, coach, I'm suiting up. Like, yeah. you want this, I want this, I'm going to suit up because I love you, coach. And it, I, that's what I signed up for. I signed up to be a dog all the way yeah. to the very end, and that's what I'm going to do. So, you know, when you take those coaching those coaching antics and those coaching um, personalities like Kirby's and Saban's, I mean, you're yeah. going to have a good program. So, for sure. Um, best Definitely not like Dion, but anyway. <laughs> best of luck to Saban. Um, I think that, you know, he, he stepped out at a good time and, um, yeah, just he's he's wreaked havoc. I mean, yeah. even in Florida's, <laughs> Florida's yeah, he's wreaked havoc. Uh, we <laughs> saw him in the national cha- or the SEC championship yeah. with Trask and Tony and um, Pitts there last year together, and yeah. just we, we kind of thought we had him and didn't. <laughs> so yeah. man, it's like that story of Alabama. You like think you had him beat or have him beat, and yeah, you just can't he just finds him. a way though. He's just that guy. Yeah, he will find a way, and his players. Uh, the one thing I'll, the last thing I'll say is, uh, the most, the, the thing that I heard, uh, a player of his say was, I was coming off the field, you know, saving coaches on the sideline, like chewing somebody on the way in. And I'm, I'm looking around like, who's he talking to? He ends up talking to, like, it's me. He's chewing out. Um, and he says, the thing about coach is you can't listen to how he says it, but what he says. Right. And I loved it because it's like, you know, just because he's yelling doesn't mean, I mean, sure, the yelling may say he's frustrated with me, but um, it's like competitive. The way he says it is yeah. very like, I need you to know that I love you, um, and you got to hear what I'm saying. Though I'm telling you, you got to get around the block, you got to shed the block, whatever it may it may be. Right. Um, just because I'm yelling it, you know, doesn't doesn't you, mean I'm yelling at you. It means yeah. I'm telling you, hey, you got to get this done and get the point across. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I really like that because as a coach. You know, and, and still, there's something to be taken away from that. I don't think you have to yell at someone all the time and tell them the same that same quote. That's also reading players. Yeah, what your players can take and what your players can't take. Yeah, so that's really cool though. Is you know sometimes we just listen to the words, not how they're said. Yeah. Um, because as a player, sometimes we we like to get into the yeah. Well, he's just getting on to me, and it's well, that like, also speaks maturity of the player. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That player was obviously that player is probably going to be in the the. Uh, NFL one day just because yeah. he carries himself have that mindset yeah carries himself a different standard so yep all good stuff uh, trivia question for you okay uh, in professional sports just any professional sport yeah so like take, think about the big four NFL MLB NBA NHL NHL I know I'm not really good there MLS boo um, soccer is the best sport in the league uh, best sport in the world I'm sorry it's the biggest sport in the world might be the biggest. Yes. You can keep your opinion to yourself about the best. We love soccer. But but think about the big four that I just named. Yeah. There are six teams that have a name that starts with the letter M. I hate this. Milwaukee Brewers. No, that well, that's the city. So like Brewers, it starts with a B. Their na- oh, sorry, so the their name. Like their nickname, their the team name. name. The team name. Yeah, so like Atlanta Hawks starts with H. Mm. So can you tell me the six that have <laughs> M? Um, and there's like a it's a little mix of every the monarchs. No, no, is that a whole team? Yeah, there is one out there though in Canada. I thought you meant like ever. Mm-mm. No, right currently. So. Current. 
Yep. Current teams. Current Sorry, teams. Sorry, let me rephrase. Current teams. You really got to break it down. Yeah. Third grade level reading here. Yeah, water it down. That's the whole point. Water it down. So, yes, sir. The current teams. Current that teams. That have what we might say a nickname or team name that starts with the letter M. I hate you so much. Um, <laughs> can I get a hint for one of them at least? Well, two. I know two of them are baseball. Why am I just on opposite that? sides of the U.S.? Why? <laughs> just blanking right now. Uh, Three of them are baseball, actually. Two of them are in the Braves division. Uh, Mets. Yep. Okay. There we go. Um, New York Mets is one. New York Mets is one. We play another one that we hate. They're not really far from us, relatively speaking. Maryland's. Marlins. 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 Miami Marlins. Uh, you got one more MLB. Oh, God. Out on the other side. Other side of the U.S. I'm thinking. I know Wilson would be so upset with me right now. And Wilson's been there. Wilson's actually seen this team play. Um... Rains a lot. Uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, Come on. Seattle. Ma- Mariners. 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 Okay, that's three. You're halfway home. You got two okay. in the NBA. Two in the NBA. One of them's in Florida. Think about uh, your big cities in Florida. Oh, well, yeah, the Heat. That's Miami Heat. No, not them. Well, yeah, I was saying. The other one in Florida. Big city. Big city. Uh, oh, the Magic. The Magic. Well, I know Magic. Who else we got? You got one more in the NBA. Uh, kind of West, Midwest. Man, this is rough. Jesus. <laughs> I'm from Texas. That's where this team plays. They're from Texas? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, Dallas Mavericks. Uh huh. All right, you got one more. It's hockey, and it's all the way up in uh, the country above us. It's in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a two-part. I, I'm not even gonna try. I don't it's on their. It's on their uh, state. It's on their country flag. The maple. Maple Leafs? Maple Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs. I was going to say maple syrup. (laughs) (laughs) The Toronto Toronto Maple Syrups. Listen, the Canada's not good for anything except for Canadian bacon. That's not good. It It is good. No. That's awful. You're awful. (laughs) So We're all awful. Let's uh, let's go back one more time. The six teams that have M as their nickname. Mavericks. Mavericks Magic. Magic. Marlins, Marlins, Mariners, Mariners Mets, Mets, and the Maple Syrups. The Toronto Maple Leafs, the hockey team. So I'm hockey. Who even watches that? Uh, hockey, people say that you got to like go to one to really get into it. Well, so. you got to be a man for sure. <laughs> and I'm not man enough to play hockey. No one, said yet, no one says you have to be better. You're not man enough to play football or baseball. Line right? it up. <laughs> Line it up right now, Oklahoma. Okay. Right here. I'm going to pause the podcast. <laughs> It'll be on YouTube. <laughs> uh, Younger right. brother lights up. Older oh, <laughs> brother in front of his son. 
<laughs> embarrasses for Fletcher's first birthday. Yeah, we're gonna give <laughs> this him. is for you, Fletch. <laughs> um, last thing, really quick, is basketball still going strong. Nothing really, uh, nothing really too crazy. Uh, had some trades. Uh, one trade that to be noted: the Raptors traded away Pascal Siakam, kind of their main guy from Toronto. He's now with Indiana. Um, and the Pacers were runner-ups for the in-season tournament, so they've gotten even stronger adding Pascal, in my opinion. So um, that you could really be looking at the Indiana Pacers being top two or three in the East. So look out for that. Hawks have won two in a row, all because of some guy named DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray has hit two game winners for us on the past two nights uh, or past two games. So he's, I know he's been looking good. Only thing is bad downfall here is the trade deadlines really close a couple weeks away. And a lot of teams are knocking down the Hawks front door, trying to get DeJounte. Uh, we picked him up two years ago from the Spurs, but a lot of people are knocking on the door saying like, we need another two, a two guy and he's the guy we need, or we need a point guard. So yeah, I mean, I hope as a Hawks fan, I hope they if they do get. I don't want him to leave, but if they do get rid of him, we we just need some good compensation because he's a he, he was an All Star last year. Um, don't know if he'll make an All Star roster this year. There's so many good players this year, but I mean, he still can be All Star caliber. So just be on the lookout. You know, as as the deadline gets closer, if we're gonna if uh, the Lakers have been the biggest team, kind of knocking on the Hawks door. To offer us up some um, some players and some picks or cast considerations, so just something that as a Hawks fan, you know, is exciting. A because new faces on the new team, but um, we're we're kind of in the we're on the wrong end of of the season right now. We're um, not looking hot, and these past two wins have been great, sure for morale, but we got to keep it going because we are not playing up to the team that we we can be. Um, especially with us making the uh, Eastern Conference Finals um, three three years ago. So would love for us to, to keep going and keep pushing. But um, other than that, nothing too crazy in the, the NBA. Um, the Bucks also are kind of looking. I picked the Bucks to be in the uh, the finals, and they, they are looking not great. Um, their defense needs a lot of work, even though they do have – Giannis Antetokounmpo and Damian Lillard playing side by side, yeah. so just something to, something to look out for if you're a Bucks fan or an NBA fan because they have um, they've really gone the other way. As much as I am upset about the Hawks, if I was a, if I were a Buck, Bucks fan, I would be really upset because Giannis is, or LeBron. What about it? Who do you pick, Giannis or LeBron? Giannis has got the size. Yeah, but LeBron. But LeBron can also be a bully. I let's get this let's get this straight. I don't like LeBron. I've said it on this podcast before. I don't really care for LeBron. It's just like He's I don't really baby. care for Tom Brady. He's a baby. Sure, you can be whatever you want him to be. But I I, res, I respect the heck out of him because what he's doing is still pretty incredible. And there are times where it's fun to watch him and be like, "Wow, man's thirty nine years old now, and he running downhill down court, just putting it through the hoop." On a 23-year-old that's running, they're running stride for stride. Um, and just the longevity is really what's amazing is that he can still do that. I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go LeBron because LeBron can shoot the three ball better than Giannis. 
And I think LeBron can I think LeBron can keep up on other things. Like Giannis can have a good post game, so can LeBron. LeBron can bully yeah. you too. Um look, you could say Giannis has a great fast break and can so can LeBron. I mean, yeah. who's standing in the way of LeBron as he's coming down full steam? No one's built like LeBron. Yeah, exactly. So and then all that together, they're pretty neck and neck in some ways, but the three the three point shot kind of separates them. Yeah. Um Giannis has worked on it, his percentages have been gone, going up past couple of years, but it's still not. There are teams that still let him shoot. Yeah, you know we'll stick we'll stick a hand out there, but we're not really going to defend it hard because we're not. I mean, he hits two in a row. All right, we'll play it. We'll defend it. But um, LeBron has that that step back that you, you you can see it coming from a thousand miles away. You're like, yeah. oh, he's about to take one dribble, step back, and pull it up. And everyone, even the defender himself, knows like, all right, LeBron's about to dribble with his left hand, pick it up. And shoot this thing, and they still can't somehow still can't get defended, hand yeah. in their face and everything. So, yeah, I go LeBron again. Huh. Not a LeBron fan, but LeBron, uh, he'll get the nod this time. I was just interested to see what you thought. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's pretty much all we have for you. Um, tune into the the playoffs this, this weekend for the, the NFL because uh, we're winding down the NFL season. Um, very interesting um, scripts, if you will, that are, yeah. are coming into the fold. So. For sure. But yeah. Joe, thank you for being on. I just want to give a quick shout out to all the Georgia fans out there. Um oh guess what? It's gonna be a real man's league come next year with the twelve playoff bracket. It's gonna be the real teams playing real teams, alright? So it this ain't gonna be no powder puff schedule like it was last year for Georgia and they still couldn't get it done. Alright. And and just because they beat Florida State's third string 63 to whatever it was, or 60 to 7, it doesn't mean anything. So, Georgia fans, y'all are the worst, and uh, we'll see y'all next year. Gators are coming for you. I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> Gators are coming for a, Yeah. I hope they're not going for another losing season, but... Well, they're coming for something. Either they're coming for Nate, they're, they're coming, coming for Napier, or they're coming for, or they're coming for the Bulldogs. One of the two. Coming for another losing season and a new head coach. So. Yeah, yeah. But thank you for having me on. It was a joy. Maybe I'll see y'all soon. Yeah, get your facts right. I'll get my facts right <laughs> next time. I'll be more spiffy. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not Wilson with the with the facts. I'm not as good as Wilson is on the facts. Yeah. Well, but I am comical. Always comical. Thanks again for listening. We'll see y'all. See ya. Peace.